says, just ask the question. And my question to you is, do you know the basics of prayer? Because see, prayer is so important. And there is so many scriptures and there's so many, um, so much word about us praying, taking time. For instance, Matthew 7, 7 and 8, ask and it will be given to you. It means pray. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. And then there's another scripture, Matthew 21, 22. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Whatever you ask for in prayer. So today, I, I'm sure I'm not going to get anywhere near where I need to. But as far as the Lord said, this is it, this is enough, and you can save the rest. But every believer needs to know how to pray and have confidence that their prayers have been heard and will be answered by God. You know, as a child of God, you don't have to beg God to hear and answer your prayers. You have a right. Elder was talking about that this morning. And Minister Moki. You have a right to stand boldly in his presence and get all the answers you need. Because you know what? Begging doesn't motivate God. Doesn't motivate him. And you hear people, oh, you know, I asked God, I begged and I pleaded and this, that, and the other. That doesn't do it for him. Mm -mm. Because that's not what he told us to do. See, many believers have a case of mistaken identity. When I, when I came to me, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They mistake their relationship with God as a master-to-slave kind of relationship. Now, y'all may not like to hear this, but I'm just going to bring it to you. Rather than a father-to-child relationship, they relate to him like a slave related to his owner. A slave begs and accepts whatever crumbs fall off that table. But a child... Just like Elder said, on the other hand, knows he has every right to live well, just like his father. And see, that's the problem when it comes time for prayer with the children of God. They have the wrong identity. They think they have to come begging and pleading and telling God how bad things are, like he doesn't see what's going on in your life. See, that doesn't move it. That doesn't move him. That annoys him, I'll tell you the truth. Because he knows what his son did and took care of all of that. And we come to him just like he's not our father, like he's our slave owner. You know, we have to come begging and pleading, please. You know, like we're afraid he's going to strike us because we didn't do X, Y, and Z. Our father's not like that. He says, when you pray, how do you know God heard you? How do you know he heard you? Hmm. I'll tell you why. He heard you because you prayed according to his will, which is his word. And sometimes I think people don't understand that. They kind of think that something else is, is supposed to do whatever. But God's will is his word. It's the same thing. So you don't have to wonder, oh, I wonder if I, you know, if the, hey, if you can find it in the Bible, 
That's his word, that's his will, and on top of that, that's his promise. More importantly, that's his promise. And he keeps all his promises. And all of his promises are what? Yes and amen. So see, you're covered. We shouldn't walk around here like we don't know who we are, acting like we're defeated. Yeah, Lord, have mercy. I can't believe it. Lord, what am I going to do? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All that's wrong. That's all wrong. You know, and I think sometimes people feel if they go to the Lord looking pitiful, even crying, that that's going to motivate him to do something. You can cry all the tears you want. You can sound as sad as you want. It does not move God. See, I learned that because sometimes, you know, things come on you and just, you know, it's a bit much. So you go on your knees and you're crying and, Lord, Lord, help me, Jesus. That doesn't move him. And one time I tried it again anyway because something slapped me pretty hard. And I was down there on my knees just crying and crying. Lord, uh, Lord, this, how can this be? You know, they told me, Savate, shut up. Shut up and get up. I turned around and I was like, what? I said, I know the Lord ain't talking to me like that. Yes, he was. He said, shut up and get up. Why are you crying to me? Why are you trying to make me feel sorry for you? I don't feel sorry for you. Wow, that hurt me so bad. I mean, that hurt me in my gut. I said, really? He said, mm, I don't feel sorry for you. He said, because my son took care of that. Jesus. He said, I knew this day was coming. I already knew. I already had the way made for you. And you down there thinking because you fall on your knees and you crying and you think I'm going to feel sorry for you. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. Just get up and shut up. I said, wow. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to admit to it. I know we've all done it from time to time. Some probably later this week. Doesn't change anything until you do it the right way. You got to go back to the basics. You need to know what the basics of prayer entail. And that is, if you find the promise in the Bible, then it is your promise. It is your promise. If you find the promise in the word of God, it is your promise. And all of God's promises are yes and amen. And it's necessary to repeat that. That's why I did. Because I think sometimes we don't get it. I don't know. We think that prayer is supposed to be, I don't know what we think prayer is. But you're going to learn today what it is. And after all of that, when all the promises have been told to us that are yes and amen, your job now is to only believe. It's that simple. Only believe. Not sit there and try to figure out, well, how in the world is this going to happen? How is the Lord going to fix that? Sometimes we don't even say how the Lord is going to fix that. We just say, how in the world is this going to happen? Well, it ain't left up to the world to make it happen. So we shouldn't even be saying that. That's another thing that irritates the Lord. How in the world is this going to happen? Well, how in the world did that happen? Uh-uh. Y'all giving too much power unnecessarily to the wrong things. We need to check our mouths. You know, when you say the wrong thing, you need to put your hand over your mouth. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I really didn't mean to say that. And you need to, so it can negate 
those words that just came out of your mouth, shut it down. So you can get rid of it, and you, you know what? You just start all over again. Say, so now we're going to start over again. Now, this is what I meant to say. When situations come, because the enemy will make sure he will send some, as soon as you find the words, and you say, I'm standing on it, man, you're all right, you're good. Here comes that demon. He will send something, I'm telling you, to try to get you to take back that word that just came out of your mouth. And if you're not careful, you'll wind up saying the wrong words. You'll say words that's not in the word of God. You'll say everything other than the promises of God. You'll get all caught up in what's going on around you. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my. I hear people that cuss at one time and turn right around and say, oh my God, out of the same mouth. And I look at them, I say, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which one is it? You're cussing? And now you're saying, oh my God. So you're calling your God, right? Because you can't be calling mine. Not with that foul mouth. And guess what? Believers are the same way. They may not be cussing, but they're saying words that are contrary to the word of God. Now you knew you already prayed about that situation. You spoke God's word over it, and then as soon as it made a left turn or it didn't look like anything happened, there you go. Cancel it out, saying the wrong thing. I said, Lord, when I tell you this message was hitting me left and right, I was like, you talk about, now I was uncomfortable by myself. Isn't that amazing? You know, sometimes you get uncomfortable because you're with people. I was by myself and I got real uncomfortable. I said, whoa. Okay, Lord. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, wow. You know, thank you, Jesus. Thanks for pointing that out to me. But that really hurt. Because he doesn't want us to get so arrogant and think that we are beyond correction. He loves us so much, he wants us to know. He wants us to be still and know that whatever he says in his word, it is guaranteed for you. It's a guarantee for you. You should smile, but you got to be still and know. Because sometimes we get so caught up in the situation, we're just spinning like a top. You know, see, weddings have a tendency. Some people say we're messies. I say we're multitaskers because we do a whole lot of things at the same time. Now, I can talk about me. I could be in the house and I'm working on one project and I'll walk out the room to get something, and that'll get my attention. Now, I was already working on something, now I'm getting over here now, and I'm working with this, right. you know? Right. Yeah. I'll go someplace else, see something else. No, let me just fix this little thing here. Right. Now I got two other things going, now I'm working on a third. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. We do that. Right. Yeah. Now we eventually get them all done, but it'd be much easier to just stay with Stick to that one thing. And that's what the Lord said. Now, you prayed about this. I gave you my word. Stick to it. Now, I think sometimes this will be a good thing to do. When you pray about something, write the date and the time down. Write it down. So that when, even when it looks like nothing's happened, go back to that. Go back to that. Read that word. Look at the date. Say, Lord, I thank you because I received it on that day. See, when you pray, you believe you receive it 
when you pray. So you need to write it down. Write the date down. Write the time down. You can get that specific with it. So no, 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 no. I got this. I received this. God already made the way for this. But that enemy, man, that guy, he comes quickly. Try to steal that word out of your heart and tell you, man, ain't nothing happening. It's still the same. Did you look at your account? Guess what? It's still in the red. Now those people told you, if you don't have it by this date, this is what's going to happen. No, God is my source. I already prayed about it. There's no lack in my house. And you know what? That's all I'm speaking. I can. I don't care what he says. The word of God is my promise. It's guaranteed. And I'm telling you something. It's going to get tight sometime. And it might get real close. But Mark 11:24 says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when you pray. Believe that you receive them. And you shall have them. Now listen to what the Amplified Classic says. For this reason... I am telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. So now, if it's guaranteed to you, I think that's a good time to write it down. Date and time that you prayed it. Makes good sense to me. See. People can say a lot of things out of their mouth. But when you have it in writing, I got you. I got it in writing. It's a date on it. And now the sophistication, they got the time down to the second on it. People are like, oh, I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Pull your little file open, bring it out. Here you go. Just what you said. See, especially contracts. People need to read your contracts. Because things at the beginning looks good. You're so anxious just to get it. Yep, I'm ready. I'm ready. But then later on, you start to look through that thing and say, whoa, wait a minute. Now, the people you got it from are hoping you didn't read all that stuff in there. So when time comes for your way to get out of that situation, they're hoping maybe they didn't see fine print. Yeah, I saw the fine print. And it says right here, you're liable. Not me, you. I'm out. I'm good. Man, I can't believe they read that. See, that's what the enemy does. He's hoping you don't read the word of God. He's hoping you don't remember what the word of God says. So he will come at you with all kinds of dumb stuff. Shut up. This is what my father said. This is what the word of God said. And it's promised to me. So I don't care about what you say. This is what I say. You've got to speak. You've got to give voice to the word of God. Do you understand me? A minister had the word of God in his hand. He put the mic to it. He said, you hear anything? They said, no. He said, that's right. He said, because you know why? We have to give voice to the word of God. That Bible will just lay there until you speak the word that's in that Bible. You have to give voice to the word of God. Elder said it today. I said, listen to him all in my message. We must give voice, meaning you must speak the word of God over the situation. And when you can find the scripture, 
That's for your situation? Child, you should cut your step right then. That's right. Now, he already told us we, we win. But you sure enough got a back. I win. I got it right here. It is right here. And you know, when you're waiting for the manifestation of the answer to come, that's when the fight begins. It's on. It is on. And if you think for one minute, after you pray, and you're waiting, this is going to be peachy cream, you know, because it's coming. Everything's all right. There ain't nothing going to come to upset you. You are so wrong. You are so wrong. You might as well, as soon as you pray, put your gloves on. Because it's duking out time. You hear what I say? Because that sucker is going to try to convince you that you ain't going to win. And he's a liar. Oh, yeah. I win every battle all the time. All the time we win. So don't be just laying out there like you're on the beach somewhere and say, you know what, I'm just waiting on the Lord and waiting for this to manifest. Guess what? You better be careful. Because here come the wave. It is about to take you under. You better get equipped. You better know in your knower the word of God, the promises of God. Because you know what? That other fellow is always trying to make us look bad. He's always trying to say, Child, you believe that? I wouldn't believe it. You see any change? I don't see no change. You still feel bad, don't you? What the doctor say? Forget what the doctor said. It's what I say. It's what Jesus did. That's right, Pastor. We are, but we've got to speak the word of God. We can't just lay around and do nothing. We must fight the good fight of faith. And how you fight the good fight of faith is with the word of God. It's with the word of God. Sometimes people, they, they, they don't crack that Bible from one week to the next. They don't speak the word of God from one week to the next unless something comes up. Oh, God. You get an old guy. Oh, Lord, what are we going to do? You get a couple of those. Man. Wow. Lord, what are we going to do about that? Lord, I didn't expect that to come. Lord, I didn't know that was good. Lord, Jesus. You get a lot of those. But are you speaking God's word over that situation? Was that the first thing that came to you? Usually isn't. I mean, I hate to tell you, but it usually isn't. The enemy's job is to stop the manifestation of what you prayed for. And you know how he does that? He starts with the thoughts. He will run thoughts in your head, and I'm telling you, he will take you places that you should never even go. He said, man, where'd that come from? It's the trick of the enemy. Yeah. That is his job. Well, if you don't do this, that's going to happen. If you do that, this is going to happen. Oh, man, he'll just run you. You know, mice, I can't stand them. But, man, when they get trapped, they run. They look like they are out of their minds because they know somebody's about to do them in. They'll run around, banging to the wall. They'll bang it in. They'll try and find a hole, man. You'll see them going crazy. They don't know what they do. That's the way the enemy tries to have us and has many of us. Many times. Because we forgot all about the word. We forgot about the confession. We forgot about the promises. Lord, you don't understand. This thing is on me. This man, they said they're going to do so and so. Now you're talking to the Lord like he, he's been on vacation somewhere. Like he didn't realize that you were his child. That you, he didn't know what was going on. You kidding me? He is right there. He is right there. I said, man, what is wrong with us sometimes? We just feed into that, feed into that, feed into that dumbness. And God is right there. Open your mouth. Speak the words. That's how you shut the enemy up. And guess what? You also have, 
You have more reinforcements than you realize. You know who else you have? Angels. They are right beside you when all of this stuff is happening. But you know what they're waiting on? The word of God. They're waiting for you to give them instructions. They are ministering angels that have been assigned to us to make sure the word of God is brought to pass in our situations. I don't know why you're sitting there acting like y'all shocked, like y'all didn't know that's what they do, but that, that is what they do. Pastor Dorr spoke one time and showed us all these angels. Thousands and thousands of angels just standing there with their wings down because they had nothing to do. The believers that they were assigned to have not been giving them assignments. They have not been speaking God's word, so they can't minister for us and make sure that what we confess, which better be the word of God, come to pass in our life. Don't think for one minute you shooting off your mouth talking dumb stuff other than the word of God, the angels get involved with that because they're not. No, they don't work like that. They move by the word of God. That's how they operate. And the thing is, it's for free. Not like you have to pay them, you know what I'm saying? I can't even imagine what it would cost to have a bodyguard 24-7. Even when I try to go to the bathroom, he got to be in there too. That's a lot of money. Everywhere I go, this joke, look, I got to go with you. I'm sorry. I know it'd be cheaper if you could cut out the food time and the restroom time, but I got to be with you every step. You see the people on TV? They got a lot of money? Man, they got those people right on them. Everywhere they go, they can't even cough. Here you go. They're giving them. Here you go. Need a hanky? Need some water? They are right there. And guess what? It costs for them. It costs that person a lot of money to have that kind of reinforcement. And we got thousands and thousands of angels that we don't even have to pay for. You know when you get it? When you become a believer, when you become a child of God. It's part of your benefit package. And we don't even use them. They're just sitting there like, are you kidding me? Could have taken care of that. Yeah. They won't even open their mouths and speak the word of God that's available to turn that situation around their life. <sighs> what is wrong with you? What's wrong with them? We're on the same team. I'm happy to do it. Just, just open your mouth. No, we're too busy saying stuff we have no business saying. Canceling out all that good prayer. You don't forgot all about the date and time that you put down. Let me tell you something. We had a 30-day challenge from Bible study. Yeah. Pastor Dora, she started it. Yeah. When I tell you, whoo, the fight was on. I mean, before we left, the enemy was sitting there. Oh, man, I got me a group. I'm going to work this 30 days. And when I tell you, he started with his mess, but guess what? We had the word, and she reminded us, you got the word that's going to take care of them, take care of that situation, that challenge, that whatever comes up, you've got the word. And we had to be still and know that what God promised in his word is yes and amen. I'm telling you, you didn't have to fall to your knees, walk around and do it moaning or groan. We didn't have to do none of that. All we need to do is speak the word. Speak the word. 
And you know those angels paid attention? They were sitting there like this, wait. Yeah. Just wait, just say yeah. it. Come on, yeah. say it, say it, say it. As soon as we said it, they took off. We reminded ourselves God is our source. For everything, not just money, everything. And he turned the situations around so fast, I said, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Because I had to stop my, put my hand over my mouth, say, ooh, shut up, mate, shut up. Because I started saying, how it? I said, wait a minute, whoa. And like I can hear Pastor Doris saying, come on now. God is our source. We got the word on this. Speak the word. And as soon as I spoke the word, Lord got those angels, and they were all in there working God's word, arranging and rearranging, giving favor, changing dates, moving money around it. I didn't know it was available. Let me tell you something. God is good. And he said he'll never let us be made ashamed, and he didn't. And I had more than enough. Let me tell you something. And I said, Lord, I thank you because you are with us. He said he'll never leave us or forsake us. We are his. We are his children. We've got everything he has. Everything. His son took care of that for us. When he didn't have to. Now he's royalty. He could have said, you know what, dad, I really thought I wanted to do that. But the way I see it, not, nah, no, mm-mm. Because this generation right here, I ain't even like him. So if you're telling me I'm going to do this to take care of the other ones coming, they got to be much worse than this one. And you know what? Since I don't have to do it, I'm out. Like they do on Shark Tank. And for this reason, I'm out. Jesus could have said that. For this reason, I'm out. But you know what? He didn't. He forged ahead. He took every abuse, every whipping, everything you can imagine. Man, can you imagine somebody spitting on you? If I see spit on the ground, I'm going, ew, ew, ew. Make sure I don't step in it. And these people were actually spitting on him in his face. I said, that's so nasty. He didn't have a handkerchief or nothing. Not like he could wipe it off. It's just running, oozing. You don't know what they have in their body, but now it's on you. You know what I'm saying? Along with your back all broken open, they done beat you already, and they're going to finish doing you in once you get on the cross. I said, you know what? Thank you, Jesus. We don't thank him enough. We don't thank him enough. And I got one minute, 26 seconds, and I'm just about out, haven't touched on what I really wanted to. But what I do want to say is, Philippians 4, 6, and 9 says, don't worry about a thing. But in all your prayers, this is in the Good News translation, but in all your prayers, ask God for what you need, always asking him with a thankful heart. And God's peace, which is far beyond human understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ Jesus. And in conclusion, my friends, he says, fill your minds with those things that are true. Now, the things that are true is the word of God. So fill your minds with the word of God. Things that are noble, right, pure, lovely, and honorable. Put it into practice. What you learned and received from me, both from my words and from my actions. And the God who gives us peace will be with you.
Do you hear me? When you get a chance, you need to read that also in the message translation. And I'm, my time is up. And I thank God what he has delivered through me today thus far. Didn't get very far, but you know what? I thank God because he blessed me in the deliverance of what was made today. And I said, Lord, I thank you for touching our pastors to get us back to the basics. Because you know, sometimes you're sitting in the classroom and the teacher's teaching and your mind is somewhere else. And then afterwards when the test come, I didn't hear that. Where is that? Did the teacher say that? Yeah, they, she said that, he said that, but your mind was somewhere else. So since the pastors knew that our minds were somewhere else, Lord said, you know what? We're gonna put them back in the classroom and we're gonna take them back to the basics. And I thank God for that. They love us that much. God loves us that much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword RWOLFC to 77977 or through our free app. Search RWOLFC in the App Store. For more information, visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.